0: Is a lens by which you assess all economic understanding. The street is full of corruption. It is baked in to every aspect of our society. 1900s. Lenin was predicting global finance capital would do all the things it's doing today. This is written over a hundred years ago. Hello everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm late. I'm Steve. I am the Rogue Scholar. And welcome to Friday, 12 noon-ish. Anyway, folks, today we're going to talk about something I think is really freaking important. And that is that I I put up... Well, before I go into what it is, let me tell you what I did that generated the need for this discussion. So back in 2020, bottle Kaboob, many of you know, many of you may not know, bottle Kaboob has been a long-time kind of... Uh, He's been our number one uh, board member, if you will. Um, But Fadel Kabub is a PhD economist, a wonderful man, smart man. We've interviewed him many, many times on Macro and Cheese. But anyway, in 2020, he put out a uh, really, really awesome uh, image, which was basically two talking points that the right wing throw at the Democrats and talking about spending, talking about taxing and spending and oh my God, they're going to raise taxes to pay for stuff, my hard-earned tax, blah, 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 all the normal shit. Well, when you poll random Democrats, okay, random Democrats are just as clueless as random independents that think we're going to suddenly bring down the dollar by buying Bitcoin, okay? They're just as clueless as Republicans that think, let's go back to the gold standard. They're just as clueless as LOL libertarians that think banks lend reserves. They're just as clueless across the board. Okay, they're clueless in a different way. When the G attacks Democrats, they attack Democrats based on thinking that the Democrats are going to raise taxes and blow up spending and all this other stuff. And so I posted Foddle's old picture to a fault, to a fault. Every single person that responded to it wanted to talk about the fact that Foddle shouldn't be pleading with the Democrats to do better. That the D- Democrats all the stuff we know. Folks, if you've ever heard one of my live streams, much less this one, just know I am in no way, shape, or form a defender or a supporter of the bullshit of the Democratic Party. i just not, okay? I'm sorry. Wish wish I could be, though, in this duopoly. I wish that they were a reasonable landing place, but they're not the disgraceful, horrible, wicked, disgusting, all the other things that the Republicans actually say about them. It's true, except Republicans are pretty shitty and stupid and worthless in their own way, right, too. So it's like, you know, you see that Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other. Yeah, there you go. The problem here is this. Let's say I'm a guy that decides that I'm going to dem-exit. I'm going to leave the Democratic Party. They're no good and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. However, what is an independent that leaves the Democratic Party that still thinks that we need to pay down the national debt who still thinks we need to buy Bitcoin to kill the dollar, who believes all the same things. They're just as much of a dumb fuck as the Democrats were, right? You didn't gain anything by Dem exiting because the Dem exeter is just as much of an economic moron as the Democrat was. The only difference is now they have no party. Now they have no access to anybody other than the independents and all the independents are running around saying dumb things too. Folks, we live in a world of dumb people, of uninformed people, people that genuinely don't get it, maybe don't want to get it, maybe are uncomfortable and don't want to figure it out, right? Whatever. We're we're in a premature state here worrying about parties and politics because anything that the Democratic Party pushes forward is going to be filled with austerity, filled with identity politics, filled with nonsense, like means testing, you name it. So Democrats aren't pushing anything quality out. And so voting for a Democrat just gives you more of the same austerity that you had before. Austerity being cutting, reducing deficits, cutting spending, making programs only for some people, making it always welfare instead of just saying, hey, here's the citizens benefits, gang. Everybody partake, have a good time, go to school for free. No, they want to make it seem like God if you are just struggling in this capitalist system eh, then by your bootstraps we'll give you some we'll give you some help bootstrappers we'll help you out and this is the bullshit that the worthless democratic party does however when you talk to a democrat okay you need to understand thank you so much double k for the super chat we need a bunch more of these baby 4999 you are awesome thank you but i want you to think about this A Democrat thinks the Democrats do everything right. They don't have a fucking brain. They're lobotomized. They bump into walls and they walk like an 8-bit zombie character into the wall. They're not thinking. When you go in there and you just say, damn eggs. I mean, I guess that's one way of radicalizing people. But it's not producing what you think it's going to produce. Because look at the people pushing for cornell west right now look at the people pushing for rfk jr right now these are not people that get economics these are people that are pushing shit coin. these are not people that are thinking through how do we make everyone better these are people literally just as economically clueless as the democratic party is and maybe worse because not only do they want to cut spending they want to kill every program they want to do so you've got an awful lot to going on there. An awful lot to unpack and so somebody said and I, I wish that I had pulled this up and maybe I can still pull it up but there was a gentleman that was in the modern monetary theory for real progressives group okay and what he said uh, oh can I find it will it show up can I get to it oh my goodness if I do it's such a great post yeah I think I can actually So in fact, let me share, just share my screen with you guys. And maybe this will help out. Um, I, I think this is, I think this is pretty important shit. So let's go ahead and see what we got going on here in the MMT group. Okay. So let me close out of that. Here was the post that I was talking about. You guys see that? Yeah, you should be able to see that just fine. Okay. So it says, without an MMT informed narrative that decouples taxation from spending, at the federal level, the Dems have no way of countering the GOP's fear mongering tactics, which happen to be very effective. Here's the GOP. The radical left threatens our future. Their plans to raise taxes would devastate hardworking middle class families. Do you agree? Reply yes or no. Guaranteed in a Biden in America, $4 trillion in new taxes. America can't afford for Biden to lead this nation. See for yourself. Some of you guys in the audience may be on this thing. Thank you for supporting the content and the groups. That's where we need to be doing a lot of our talking after these podcasts and videos. Just show up and be part of it, man. This guy right here, nice enough guy. We had a nice exchange. but He says, we should stop believing that the Democratic Party would ever want the general public to know any better. They are committed to further enriching their wealthy corporate donors. Look, I loved it because it's true. But you notice all of us like that thing. The problem isn't whether or not he's right or not. Let me read to you what I said back to him. I said, there's a very important point. There is a very important point on this, and that is millions and millions of people think the Democrats are good and think their taxes pay for shit. So where do you start? Based on their economic understanding, Democrats are doing the right thing. So I choose to make the point of economics, hence this group, and radicalize people that way. Ignorance isn't reserved just for Democrats. Look at how many dumbasses reject the Dems, yet think Bitcoin is the answer, or want us back on a gold standard. There he is, yes, this is true, okay? So I, I show you this, not because it's any great thing. It's, it is what it is. There's another guy in here, um, really, really interesting post. See if I can find it for y'all real quickly. Why are you being a butthead to me here? Let's see if I can get there this way. Maybe that'll do it. And there's the post. Jill Wagon's dog, where are you? There he is. Okay. So this guy, I really love what he had to say, folks. And if you ever listen to what I say, you'll know that what I'm saying is pretty spot on. He says, do you think Americans would tolerate it if they knew that they could get free healthcare, free higher education, free childcare and sick leave and much more without any financial constraint on the government providing those things. I think there would be a motherfucking revolution with much more than pitchforks. If they knew that the financial and political elites are denying them a to the fucking men, this has been my point day one. This is core radicalize the shit out of people. Once they realize the truth. Okay. Okay. Anyway, there's a lot of folks coming in here to have things to say, right? I know if they found out, they'd be mad as hell. I was so angry when I found out because so many have died needlessly because they lacked health care. Amen, sister. Michael Dettering. why stop there? Include the fire sector of economic environment as well. Why should we pay dues to the corporate private uh, sector financial services providers for primary residence, loans, car, home insurance, and every other sector? banks provide credit at compounding rates inverted totalitarianism okay now there's more comments in here so i'm going to go in here see if i can find my response to the oh wait no what happened a few more answers there you go okay what the heck Ah, oh, there we go it says so how do we start a revolution of awakening We go to town hall meetings across America and put congressional reps on the spot for not knowing how money works and then demand a pledge from them to use MMT for the people rather than the supply side oligarchs or else stop lying about how we can't afford these things or else. I said this, I said, Joe, we've been trying our asses off. This group is tied to our nonprofits that have one side education, one side activism. We want to build chapters, get energy, leverage the content, and build the community. Make folks come to that awakening, then provide a path to organize outside the electoral system. He says, "This anyone get this? Has anyone tried going to town hall meetings and confronting the congressional reps?" This needs to happen at every town hall in every state and MT party. I said, "Yep." As scattered signals, singles, soloists, and they achieved. Okay, this is the problem. With so many people thinking they're just going to go do it themselves instead of working with a team. We've been trying to build a team. It is hard as hell to get people to get their ass off a couch to do a motherfucking thing, much less show up to a live stream, much less help share a podcast. For Christ's sake, people act like you have just taken away their home, their car, and cut their arms off and said, Now go plow a field. That's how much trouble it is to get someone to go like button, click, share, click, leave a comment. Thank you. Fucking do it, man. Cause it helps because nobody else is talking about this stuff. Straight up L1. And we're not going to get anywhere until you do. It's just as simple as that. It's not infotainment. Unfortunately, I wish it was. I wish life, wish the world wasn't burning up around us so that we could just dick off and go get, you know, filled up with TikToks. Okay. But unfortunately we're kind of fucked in that space. Anyway, a couple other people like, yes, these people do know, wouldn't debate, blah, blah, blah. It's very important, very important you guys understand. Free dental care. I mean, we, we have too many people, you know, too many people that think that they're just going to vote their way to this. It's very depressing. It's extremely depressing. How many of you guys out there think there's our guy, Mark Fabian? How many of you guys think that we're just going to vote our way to this? But I'm so, so thrilled. Even though it wasn't someone from our team, it makes me thrilled in my heart and my soul that that guy, Joe Corbett, came to our group and dropped some pearls of wisdom like that. Because I've been talking about this forever. But talk is cheap. Talk is freaking real cheap. Especially when you can't get people to move. You can't get people to commit to things. You can't get people to do things. They'll commit to all kinds of other leisure shit. They won't commit to saving the planet. They won't commit to saving us from austerity. I don't get it. Why would you not commit to saving people from austerity? What is the allure to committing to bullshit leisure crap and not committing to saving the world for your children? I don't get it. It's a fundamental flaw I see in character and in prioritization of time management, you name it. Whack, whack shit, right? But anyway, back to the problem at hand here. When you understand the work that we're doing, we produce in Macro and cheese. Enough information, and there's enough quotes through the fucking transcript that people use the shit as a tool, as a weapon. Okay. You can help radicalize because once they realize these are not dumb fucks, these are academics, these are people that really get what's going on. Okay. They really get what's going on. And you can show them that you at least have a basis from which to argue from. Now, I was trying to talk to somebody about this earlier today. You know, Frequently, what do you hear when you hear like libertarians and stuff like that, Republicans talking about Democrats or the left as a whole, right? What do they say? Call us snowflakes. They call us bleeding hearts. They call us woke bullshit, whatever. They call a million things, got a million things to just lump us down. Basically, they call us wimps, pussies, wusses, whatever the hell else they come up with. Okay. And so when we come in there and debate with the Gentleman's Society, trying to be very gentle and, you know, pinky out. Those folks aren't listening to that. However, Democrats, they get deeply offended. So you've got to prepare your conversation to Democrats a little differently than you do trying to change a Republican or change a Libertarian. Sadly, Democrats, are st- their whole identity is in being a vote blue sick. Their entire identity is in the fact that they're a Democrat. Um, Mommy was a a democrat their daddy was a democrat their grandma was a democrat damn it they're a democrat and i vote democrat and they vote blue no matter who they literally live for that shit so attacking the party first isn't going to win them over period full stop they're set to defend the party as if it's their own child they will defend it at all costs the way to get past that is to demonstrate the austerity narrative without Any other point, just put down and show where taxes come from. Because, again, they're starting from a completely, a completely economically illiterate standpoint. They're not unique. The, the, The difference is the way you get there is unique. Republicans and libertarians, if you try to go in there with gentleness and sweetness and just dainty approaches, I'm being very polite. And boy, oh boy, when you look up what polite's roots are and you start understanding that politeness was always meant as a way of crushing dissidents, you'll stop being a fucking polite fuck. and You start recognizing that politeness is used to dull the tip of the spear, to dull you from saying the important things you need to say. And if they get caught up in words, they're missing the fundamental point. Once again, the issue's have to be passionate you have to demonstrate that this matters okay for them to hear you with democrats though the minute you attack the party it's depressing because they should be better than this but they're not they're not better than this that's the problem but the minute you attack the party their immediate fallback is what do you want trump that's how pathetic the brain pan is okay that's how pathetic the synapses are in their brain it doesn't go any further you can't get past that. So if you start about dem exit and you start about all that shit, it's not going to lead you to the win you think it's going to lead you to. I wish it did because it's so easy. Why the fuck would you vote for a Democrat? Why the fuck would you vote for a Republican? Why do you still believe that you can vote your way to where we need to get to? You have no evidence that you can. Zero, by the way. So anyway, but in order to radicalize people, to get them off their ass and to get them to move and to get them to do stuff, We know across the aisle, quite frankly, that most people want healthcare for people. There's some hardened assholes that don't want it, but most people do. Most people are for, even bipartisanly for, a lot of things. But in order to get people to have a class consciousness and a class awareness, you've got to break free from just attack, attack, attack the party. You've got to fund them, and it sucks because you want them out of that damn cesspool immediately. Unfortunately, without all the other information, they just jump to the Republicans or they just jump somewhere else. Okay, it's not a thinking man's game. They're not thinking. They're reflexively defending their position, their identity as a Democrat, you name it. You do see this, right? I mean, it should not be shocking what I'm saying to you. But you have every person that you talk about this stuff with. They can't get past the economics. They immediately go, why are you expecting the Democrats to do anything for you? Folks, let me just say point blank. The only thing I expect the Democrats to do is hurt me more. I'm not expecting the Democrats to do anything well. You know, Joe Biden issuing a executive order to basically block um, credit rating agencies from using uh, medical debt. That's that's decent. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good start. Be better to just cancel medical debt, but you know, whatever. But ultimately, if you think about this, if you go back in time, you realize that everybody starts with an economic understanding of their household budget. Everybody starts with this stuff, thinking that how, where's the government getting that money from? You've been conditioned to believe they get it from your hard earned tax dollars. And so when you think about everything the government does based on that household budget paradigm. It's very scary when somebody says they're going to spend $10 trillion. You're going to spend bazillions of dollars. Really big numbers. Where are they going to find the money for that? Okay. And so they end up fighting against programs they really want because they think it's going to jack up prices. They think it's going to jack up their taxes. They think it's going to jack up all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so I think in the end, in the beginning, the middle, that if we don't understand economics, we could start a third party, a fifth party, a 12th party. We could all dem exit out the door to never, never land, but you're never going to radicalize the people if they still think that they're the... How many times have you heard Democrats say to you, point blank, we're the adults in the room. We've got to fix what the Republicans screwed up. They bankrupted the nation, cutting taxes on the wealthy. They fucked the nation up badly by cutting taxes on the wealthy because now they've baked in more inequality and they've given the rich more power. True, but they didn't bankrupt the country. The country is not unable to fund every single thing we ask for. Trick here is this. I can tell you, I can do every nefarious thing that the federal government does. I can go to war. I can send the SEAL teams in to invade countries and create coups. I can do all kinds of shit. And I can simultaneously retrofit every smokestack in the nation. I can simultaneously fund a federal job guarantee. I can simultaneously get rid of any cost to you and I to provide health care. I could do it all. And it wouldn't bankrupt the government one iota as long as the real resources are there. And the real resources are there already. The issue isn't a matter of whether or not they're getting payments directly from you. It doesn't matter where the payments are coming from, except for the fact that you and I cannot create dollars out of thin air. We have to borrow them. We have to go in debt for them. We have to go get a job for them or two jobs or five jobs for them. We've got to do something other than create them out of thin air. Federal government creates money out of thin air. Not sometimes, not whenever, not oh no, they're printing money. Always. Every time we spend on the military, it's out of thin air, folks. Every single time they send gifts to Israel, it's new money. Every single time they send a SEAL team into Libya to destabilize it, it's new money. Every time they send some freaking coup. Down in South America, it's new money. Every single time they do a, um, an embargo and send a military surround an island or something like that, that's new money. Every time they make a social security payment to you, it's new money. They printed money every single time. And every single time they tax, that money is destroyed. It is literally, it creates the matching puzzle piece to a reserve that was created when it was spent. It was spent into existence, and when it was spent, the dollar went out into the public. This was a reserve that stayed in the banking system, one-to-one. And when this is done doing its job in the economy, it comes back home as a tax, wipes out the reserve, it goes to zero. Every time, not once in a while now, hey, we could do an MMT way. We could spend money the MMT way. We could, we could. No, we always do every single time without fail without fail we do it every single time we do it every single time so democrats fight because we've got to tax the rich they've got to pay their fair share well what if we say let's talk about taxing and fair share we're going to put that over here on the side for a minute we are going to leave the tax idea over here taxes are an important thing that's how we drain excess money from the economy that's how we're able to spend new money in and we're able to tax old money out. So we want to put taxation in its bucket. It's important. Is not important for spending on a new project? All right. So let's say, well, what do we want? What do you want, Mr. Democrat? Well, I want to I want everybody to have health care as a right. And I I want everybody to have, um, you know, a good education. And and I'd really like to have this, you know, a green new deal. OK, great. How do you want to pay for it? Well, we got to raise taxes. Nope, stop right there. No, we don't. Or maybe we do. What, 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 do we have real resources? Do we, need to, do we need to slow spending over here because we don't have enough resources? So we need to move resources over here. So we might want to change the behavior. So we might raise a tax for that, but it should not be part of the program. Because see, here's the thing. You're going to have a totally different fight on your hands when you talk about taxation than you are when you're gonna have on spending. Because you might get everybody to agree, 100%, we should go to war tomorrow against the big bad whoever, the next great enemy, okay? Everybody agrees, let's go to war. They're not raising your taxes. Hey guys, we need a war tax. We gotta raise taxes to fund this thing. It's gonna probably cost us $20 trillion. Well, shit, the economy. How much money do you think is in the economy, by the way? I want you to think about this. When you hear the word the national debt, it's like 33 trillion. What is that? That's the net money supply, folks. That's to the penny how much money is in the economy, uh, aside, obviously, from bank loans. Okay. Bank loans, which have to be paid back. The 33 trillion is the amount of money that has not been taxed since the dawn of the dollar. Okay. That's it. That's it. It's nothing more than that. It's literally nothing more than that. So why have a tax battle over a spending program? Taxes do something fundamentally different. Number one, you may want to put a tax out there to change the behavior of someone. So maybe we would do a Wall Street speculation tax. That Wall Street speculation tax isn't going to fund any programs because the money is deleted. I just told you when money is spent, there's a, there's a digital or a paper dollar or a metal dollar goes out here. And then over here, this little thing is a reserve. You put one in the asset side, one in the uh, the uh, credit side here, assets and liabilities. And when they come together, they zero out because balance is balance, right? Period. Full stop. Okay. So with that in mind, with that in mind, when you tell a Democrat, the Democrats suck, all they have to do is look at the Republicans and they're talking about slashing every program, going to reduce spending we're going to cut this we're going to cut that we're going to cut all these other things and they say well the democrats are at least pushing for things they're pushing for things they want things they just you just don't understand how hard it is to get something passed you just haven't worked in government before steve you just don't understand how how challenging it is and back and forth and back and forth so bottom line is wall street speculation taxes to stop Wall Street speculators. They don't want high speed transactions. They don't want a gambling economy. Maybe they would have put a lid on some of that. So they issue a Wall Street speculation tax. Okay. Now, what if somebody put a land value tax out there? Okay. Well, the idea is they don't want people squatting on property. So a land value tax is typically at a local level. Well, guess what? Local taxes really do fund local spending. Local taxes and state taxes really do fund the state. However, at the federal level, where the currency issuer is, none of those things matter. So it's important to understand where you're at in this. Are you at the local level? Are you at the state level? Or are you at the federal level? The federal level, taxes literally never fund spending. Because those dollars that are flying around in the economy are the same dollars that you pay tax on to the state. <coughs> and then the state funds its budget with that and funds Whether it be uh, retirement accounts, uh, the um, pensions, it funds roadway projects, whatever, but that's at the state and local level only. So most of the talk we have is at the at the federal national level. Why? Because that's the wellspring from which all dollars flow. And so if you can get a Democrat to understand these things, then you can say, you know, how come Joe Biden's celebrating reducing the deficit? doesn't make sense does it how come joe biden didn't just wipe out all student debt with the executive order when he could why didn't he do the stacking of the why didn't he do you can ask those questions but they already know the answer because you didn't start with dumb exit fuck what fuck the democrats yeah fuck the democrats you know where i stand folks the idea here is is that if you radicalize them with an understanding imagine we're all going down this pathway. You've got an or gate. Do you all know what and gates and or gates are? Do any of y'all know Boolean algebra? An or gate means you've got either way. You can either go one way or the other. If If this, then that, okay? An and gate means yes, we do both. An or gate means either or. So we're riding down this pathway and we get to a gate. It's usually an and gate in the case of us talking about politics and economics. But once you understand MMT, all of a sudden, when the Democrats say we're going to slash the deficit, you go, oh, or, nope, wrong, you're wrong, I know better now. You go through the thing, and they say, we're running out of, Republicans say, we're bankrupt. You go, "Up oh, or gate, nope, we're not doing that. You can analyze both, and then you can give people the power to see through the lies. But just saying, Dem exit, they're bad, Joe Biden is this, that, and the other. Guys, you, you, you sold me at fuck Joe Biden. I'm there, man. I'm, I'm with you. The normies out there who is, we don't need to preach to the choir. We need the choir learning how to preach to other people. We need the choir being free and working collaboratively, okay, to spread the word. We need the choir operating as a machine, okay, that understands different logics for different situations, okay? I'm telling you right now, Republicans and Libertarians do not respect weakness, they don't respect weakness. You come in there, mamby-pamby, you know, living up to what they envision to be a, a weak-ass Democrat, a weak-ass liberal, whatever. You, you go ahead and demonstrate that by trying to play the gentleman's game, and you've lost the opportunity. Now, mind you, if you sat there at a bar or sat there for coffee with a libertarian, not online, but at coffee, you could have a legitimate conversation with them. You could draw it on paper, you could explain all this stuff. Well, everybody doesn't have the ability to be an evangelist in every street corner in every cafe, okay? Some of us are stuck with social media. And within social media, there is a way of doing this. They congregate, they flock, they get like flies on shit. And they're la- they get you with the LOLs and the eye rolls and all the other stupid trolling behavior. And they never quite hear what you're saying until you come in there like you own the place, chest puffed out, ready to drop elbows, okay? They respect that. I don't get it. I get it because I used to be a libertarian, so I understand, but it's the just rejection, just outright rejection of what they see as wussified liberals. That's what it is. So we have to get people radicalized. We have to wake them up because there is no such thing as a revolution without a mass movement. And without a mass, we having a mass movement of economically illiterate people will get you a gold standard. Again, we'll get you stupidity on tap. And you want to talk about unshakable ignorance is a fucking lethal weapon. The dumber they are, the harder they are to convince. And you start getting these gold bugs and these shit coiners in there. And all of a sudden you're stuck in a hole. that You never thought possible. I mean, if you all remember, a lot of the Yang Gang were just like these. Oh, wait a minute. Yang Gang, Libertarian, they were one and the same, weren't they? But if you understand who they are, what they are, and instead of fighting that one battle, a dumb exit, I get it. Again, and you focus instead on breaking that economic myth down. When they see Joe Biden say, we're gonna, we, well, we're going to have to restart student debt, you can look at him and say, fucking liar. And know why you're saying it. Not just to be part of the dem exit herd. Because God, if they only understood economics, the dem exit herd would be a really valuable asset to us. But as of now, most of them congregate around idiots like RFK Jr. that couldn't econ his way out of a paper bag and his busy shit coin. There you go. There's the piss for brains economics that that gang is pushing. Sorry, you can't learn the truth. And once you learn the truth, there is no haven for the raven. There is no safe spot for economic illiteracy because it is the tool of empire. It is the tool of the ruling class and it has been used to great great precision with destroying your and my and our families' lives. So the Democratic Party is playing its role as the chief purveyor of the gentler kinder capitalism. And the Republicans are playing the Capistan, fucking brutal, ruthless, fuck them, I'm angry at them, they stole my lunch money, they took my homework and they ate it, and they they made me walk up a flight of 50 stairs with ice on my back, and they didn't do it, and they, they have shoes, and they should be angry, 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 stupid, stupid, stupid. Two sides of the same fucked up coin, right? It's up to us that have learned economics. And when I say learned, folks, let me just, Tell you, I'm I'm taking a um an audit of a uh a master's program on um you know basically ecological economics. And I don't know how much time I'm gonna have to devote to this, but this is stuff that economists do. But I want to know my shit even more. Okay. So I'm doing it. And you know, you think to yourself, we don't need to be economists to understand that the country creates money out of thin air when Congress writes a law. It's not some social construct that you see fucking libertarians and others that really don't get it say. It's really more a matter of it's a law, right? Dollars are a creature of law. They are patented by law and the rules that surround them are by law. Okay. So isn't that some social construct? I assure you, you did not come up with the idea of saying, well, my social construct says we should have taxes to do this, that, and the other. No, the tax is a function of a fiat, a fiat currency. In order to take any kind of currency, there's gotta be a reason for you to need it. Why do you accept this dollar? Well, you accept this dollar because you know that it settles a tax liability and you know that it settles the bills that you have. You accept it because it is what is accepted and it also serves to keep you out of jail and out of all kinds of other shit for not paying your taxes. Keeps you out of trouble fines, fees, and penalties usually levied in the nation's unit of account. Why? Why do they care about these things? Well, at the state and local level, they do fund things like I've said. But at the federal level, it's one more anchor. It's one more hook. Creates the need for you to have that currency. That is the value of the quote-unquote petrodollars. This is a de facto tax. It's not because we need them to have our dollars. We do this because it's another tether, okay? It's a tether to the machine. You break the petrodollar, does it bring the dollar down? No, but unfortunately, the unknowledgeable say it does. I don't know why they do that because they've been misled. I don't know. They're just part of another part of the problem, right? You've got a 360 degree problem here. The good guys that you want to love and stuff are economically illiterate and pushing Bitcoin and other stupid crap. The other people that you know and love because they're pushing good programs think that tax is fun spending. And then the other ones just want to burn it all down. And all of them have a little something right, but all of them get the econ wrong. And if you got the econ right, and you got rid of all the bullshit lies about economics, and you just kept it in the space here, we could have a legitimate debate about what we want society to look like. And then I'd know if you knew that you could make families whole, you could provide shelter for every walking, living, breathing thing on the planet, you could feed them, provided we have the real resources and you still chose to be a douchebag, then we know that you're, that you're a douchebag. But you're no longer debating the lies of economics anymore. Once you clear that air right there, everything else is now on the table. But we've got to get there first. And that, my friends, is why the idea of when somebody posts that FODL thing, when we posted that, it didn't make a shit's bit of difference whether it was the Democrats, Republicans. My God, can you imagine the conversation with Cornell West? Can you imagine the conversation with all those folks that think Bitcoin's going to take down the the dollar? I mean, all the idiots that go, "Oh yeah, currencies always fail." Okay, well do me a favor, give me your fucking paycheck, dude. How about just give me your paycheck paid in fiat? Give me your fucking paycheck. Oh, oh, oh. You're just a bloviating keyboard fuckface, right? This isn't real. Oh, it fails. So give me your fucking paycheck. Hand it over, biatch. Oh, oh, you, you, you didn't really mean it. You were just talking shit, right? See? But you've got to be able to nail it down. You've got to be able to nail it down. And if you start with Dem exit, anti-Republican this, blah, 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 that, all you're doing is tapping into their identity. Their identity that says, I am a Democrat, I am a Republican, I am an LOL libertarian. You're not tapping into the core root of the problem, which is they use the economic system as a means to discipline labor, to destroy our forward progress and our freedom with lies and deceit, disrupt and under. I mean, who was it? Henry Ford, or I think it was Henry Ford that said, if the people understood, the banking system and the way that it works, there will be a revolution overnight. I agree with him, but unfortunately, I can't get enough people to understand that. And so they go off and they listen to other bullshit podcasts. They talk a bunch of nonsense about Bitcoin and this coin and that coin, and they get all hot and bothered when in reality, you still only have tens of Bitcoin. $10 of Loin, $10 of Ethereum, $10 of Dogecoin. Hang said that they were going to have a monthly spot for me way back when I was all excited and it never materialized. That is what it is. I'm, I'm not looking back. Anyway, all right, that said, I am Steve Grumbine. I am the Rogue Scholar. Tomorrow, we have the RP Live. Many of you guys did not attend the RP Live, and so it's a really phenomenal that Ndongo Sambasilla gives on freeing up in Africa to liberate Africa from the debt that has been crushing it. So check out tomorrow's Macro and Cheese, 8 a.m. It comes out. You can listen to it anytime. Folks, pro tip. I want you all to know this. Okay. You can't watch a podcast. A podcast is audio, right? So when we tell you Macro and Cheese, a podcast comes out tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. You're going to listen to it. if you. If you're gonna do that, okay. So when somebody says, "Yeah, I watched your podcast the other day," I was like, "Really? Which one was that?" Rogue Scholar. Okay, I I buy that. But no, you say and Cheese. You maybe on the other channel you watched a, the the a, a still picture of Macron Cheese. But in fairness, it is a podcast. I I, I joke, I kid. So folks, check out Macaro and Cheese. It's on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on SoundCloud, it's on all your favorite things. Or you can come to our website, realprogressives.org, go to media dropdown. Here, let let me show you that real quick before I close out the day here. Let me show you. Actually, I'll take you to Captivate even. Our, our, our primary, uh, this is our hosting platform. I'm not telling you this is where to go, but oh, you can go here if you want. So if you look at this, let's get back in here real quick. And you scroll through here, you can see all of our different episodes. These are audio. Look at that. And we've got tons of them here. Let's go, let's go way back. Let's just for the hell of it. Let's go five pages back. Let's see. Oh, there's Clara Matei, which is going to be interesting because we're going to be covering that uh, on Tuesday in the Macron Chill this week. Carl Ja. There's Bill Black. Look at all this. Tons and tons and tons of stuff. Let's go all the way to the beginning. Let's go back in the beginning where it all began. Episode one, Bill Mitchell putting the T in MMT, understanding it. Boom. That's, wow. February 1st, 2019. Oh, wowzers. Look at this. So, folks, please take us up on what we've done here, okay? Take us up on what we've done. Join in. Enjoy. Enjoy. Please enjoy. Anyway, have a great weekend. If I don't talk to you friends before hopefully Monday, I'll be going live. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 12 noon. Unless I got to go to the bathroom, I guess, right now. Uh, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Please join me as the Rogue Scholar on this channel right here. Um, little Bird told me that we're going to be doing a different video now for macro and cheese. So you can watch macro and cheese over on the YouTube channel. Uh, Real progressives not the real progress in action channel you see me on right now, but our other sister channel, real progressives, I believe it'll be Wednesday mornings. It was Tuesday mornings, but I think we're moving it to Wednesday mornings uh, because we use that video. We create the new video for the macro and chill for Tuesday nights. So Tuesday nights is a great opportunity to kick it with us. Listen to the podcast together in 15 minute increments, and then ask questions, build community, Build this thing we're talking about. I'm not paying lip service. I may not be successful. Hell, I might even fail. The the deck is stacked against me. It's hard as hell to get anybody to do shit, okay? But I'm going to keep trying. And I want you to be a part of that. So please, if you don't know how to find us, check us out on our our website, realprogressives.org. Come to our Facebook groups, Modern Monetary Theory for Real Progressives. Join, help us. Build the community that we can make the kind of change we want okay and of course on twitter you know me my my handle down there sd grumbine i'm austerity is murder uh and with that i hope to see more of you guys bringing a friend tell two friends and so on uh with that i am out of here If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support our efforts, please take a moment to subscribe and check out our other work on the Real Progress in Action YouTube channel and visit our sister organization's website at realprogressives.org.